This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back to One Bills Live here on a Thursday. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. Asking you which player do the Bills need to take the next step in 2023 to help them get over the hump and win an AFC title. So feel free to give us a jingle, 803-0550, the local number to call, 1-888-550-2550. And we're going to go to the phones here in this segment. And leading us off is Bill in Rochester. What do you got for us, Bill? You're on One Bills Live. Okay, everybody's looking at edge rushers, linemen. How about a tight end? How about Myers from Notre Dame or Washington from Georgia? I know we have Max, but wouldn't it be nice to have a tight end that's a super blocker and could replace the slot receiver and still get things done? Think about it, and I'm done. You can uh, uh, comment on that. But I think a tight end of that caliber of a Kelsey or a Gronkowski, wouldn't that be nice? Thank you, and uh, I hope to hear from you. Yeah, I'll be. Yes, it would be nice. Uh, I'll be shocked if this kid Myers, whoever it is you're talking about, it turns into a Gronkowski or a Kelsey. I'll be shocked. Maybe he's a good. I'm sure he's a good kid, but you throw those names out there like there's one in every draft, and there's not. So yeah, he's if, talking about Michael Mayer. Yeah, if that's fine. Uh, yeah, if the guy turns out to be like a Gronk or a Travis Kelsey, sure, absolutely, draft him. Draft him any way you can get him, but that's that's a big ask for a kid who's been playing against dental students. 67 catches, 809 yards, nine touchdowns last year for Notre Dame. Awesome. I, I get it. I'm, let's see him run the 40. And let's, it is let's an interesting him. way to think about getting Josh Allen more weapons. I think people say get Josh Allen more weapons, and they instantly think about the receiver position. So Bill makes a decent point that, hey, you know, don't dismiss tight end. And I do know that it is a really good tight end class this year. It is not considered to be as deep a receiver class as it's been in the last couple of years. So, again, if the value points you that way, and, and, and I'm telling you right now, that kid from Georgia, Darnell Washington, 6'7", like 280, runs like a deer. He's a freak of nature. I don't know that he's before. a first-round prospect, though. Because his college tape is limited. I've, I, I hate to – we go down this road every time. <laughs> Here we go. I can sense it. You see all these guys come out of there, and, and, I'm, and I'm with you. I see these guys. They're 6'7", 6'8", 6'6", 240 to 280, and they can outrun most guys on the field. And they come to the National Football League, and they are just ho-hum. And it's frustrating. Well, and that's because with the kind of physical tools they walk in with, they're the same guy in year ten that they are in year one. They never get any better. And they string together ten years of mediocrity because they're so big. They're such a big target. Everybody thinks, well, I can, you know, they're gonna bring this out of it. 
I can perfect, maximize that. A perfect skill example set. is Mercedes Lewis in Green Bay. Came out, was with Jacksonville forever. Now he's with Green Bay. Everybody loves him. Great quality guy. He's 6'7", 240, had all the skill in the world, and he's just a guy. But he's still playing. That's his greatest skill. Longevity. Longevity. <laughs> That's it. You, they just keep him around. Great guy. He can do a lot of things okay. But I've also seen him catch a ball and not get both feet in the back of the end zone when a sixth grader could have done it. Mm. You, stuff like that drives you crazy about those guys. Mm-hmm. Look at the, Kyle uh, is it Pitts down in Atlanta. You still got to have somebody to throw him the football. Right. Pitts is a great guy, tremendous athlete. Uh, he may go to the Pro Bowl because guys think he's so unbelievable, but he's just okay. Yeah. Darnell Washington is the Georgia kid, 6'7", 265. As I mentioned, though, doesn't have a lot of college tape. Played in four games as a freshman, eight games as a sophomore, and then finally 15 games this year. But he's playing behind Brock Bowers, who is the starter at tight end, who's only a sophomore. Tight ends are hard, hard to evaluate. Gronk came out of Arizona State. Arizona. Arizona. I'm sorry, I didn't. He'll be Arizona. If you th- if Gronk came out again after his career is over and he came out again, you know, and his as a he'd go in the top five in the draft, maybe number one. Same thing with Kelsey. Those guys come and they go, but nobody knew. And they had some, yeah, you had some measurables and stuff, but nobody knew these guys. You can't yeah. tell. Because so much of that position has to it, – it's such a hybrid position in today's NFL. If you're a really good one, you can line up right outside the tackle and fire off and get on a defensive end and more than hold your own. And then you come out and you work your magic on a safety and you're running free like Travis Kelsey. I mean, I, I couldn't believe Jacksonville. It's like they didn't even know who he was. They didn't even look at him. And he was running. He has four catches on the first drive, touch and the touchdown. I'm like, what are you doing? Have you watched tape of these guys? I think Bill, his whole premise, you know, he's probably thinking, he's trying to think in a different way. Okay, the receiver class isn't as strong. Tight end class is very good. I get it. At a tight end, makes sense. He's got some, you know, chops in the passing game, and now you've got Dawson Knox and this other tight end who can play together. And he's probably got visions Think of Gronk and Hernandez back in, you know. The Absolutely. T- I'm all about it. Because if that guy can split out at that size and that yeah. speed and all that, and he can come in and run in the running game, and all of a sudden you're running 12 personnel a lot, yeah. and you're making hay, and they can go deep. You've got a guy that can take the lid off, and these guys are working underneath, and, you can, and then the defense doesn't know how to match up. Because if you split out, they're outmatched. And if you go down inside, they, they're going to try and bear up, and they can't match up there either because they got safeties or whatever. So I get it. It's a great idea. But it takes two special guys at tight right. end, two of them. And, right. you know, the Bills have got – I like Knox a lot. Yeah. I like him a lot. Really had a strong second half of the season too. But it took Knox three years to get here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And it took Gronk a minute. So, I, yeah, I, I'm totally with you. If, but if, if that guy's the best guy on the board, grab him. I'm all about it. Sure. But I'll say this. It has been my observation, not my experience, just my observation that wideouts are much easier to evaluate than tight ends. Yeah. Because the it's hard to evaluate a guy as a because if he's in when you're in college and you can catch the ball in your tight end, that's what you do. 
you never know if the guy can run block. Then you get him in the pros and you find out oh, he, he's soft. He yeah. can't run block. He can, he can split him out. It's like Gesicki down in Miami, right? Yeah. And then, or the other way, he turns into, he's an offensive tackle. He's, like, you know, he's like Lee Smith, right? He comes in and he can, he's a grinder and a physical guy. Everybody loves him and he, he, can, he can get his hands dirty, but he, he can't catch or he can't, he's, you know. The the nose guard can outrun an athlete him. in space. Yeah, the the nose guard can outrun him and cover him one on one. Yeah, so that kind of stuff. So that's what you're looking at. These guys that come out of college rarely do they come out of an offense that is versatile enough to you, where you get good film. You can see, well, he can run. Look at this; he's a really good in the run game. Makes the projection harder. Yeah, right. It's, I get it. it's just a harder projection than it is for a wide out or a running back. Let's go back to the phones and we go to John in Hamburg next. What do you got for us, John? You're on One Bills Live. Um, I am not going to go player-wise on this question. I want to know, um, since he came here this year, everybody is gaga about the offensive line coach, Aaron Comer. And I just want to know why I haven't heard a peep out of anybody. And I hope nobody thinks about injuries I want to know if you guys can give me a review on the coach of the offensive line. And to me, I'm 80 years old, and since I went to high school with Jim McNally, we all know that the offense way the way the offensive line goes, so goes the team. I just want to know if you could maybe get off the player deal and review Mr. Comer's job. Okay, John. Yeah, that's a good question, John, because any time you have a, a group that's that you feel like underperforms at any point, that's you know that's the first guy that sees it, and that's the first guy that has to get evaluated for it. You're right, Cromer. He comes in. He came in with an ex- excellent resume, and he has had great success everywhere he's been. Including now, here the last time. Including in Buffalo uh, when they were leading the league in rushing. Two years in a row. I – I don't. I got to be honest with you. I tend to see what I see is not a lack of scheming and not a lack of preparation. I see guys get some guys getting beat one on one. Is what I see. Yeah. Um. You can say what you want. I I don't think I'm qualified to say. Yeah, great job, bad job, or whatever. But I think we all know we're all saying they need to protect Josh more, and certainly in the Cincinnati game, they needed to. But that was kind of a, a one-off. I, I, it's a that's a great question, and I don't know that I'm qualified to answer about how guys are getting coached up front for the Buffalo Bills. I'll say this: I don't think they I don't I don't think they'd hang out with a coach they didn't think was qualified. Uh, as we saw, you know, if there's any problems with any of these guys, Sean has never been shy about changing it out, which he did this last year. Right, and then I would say on top of that. There were some execution problems by the players on the field. I understand how that does go back to coaching because that's the guy that's getting them ready. But again, I'm in, I'm in Steve's boat. I'm not going to pretend to know the finer points of offensive line play and critique it. Um, only the players know the play that's being called and what their responsibilities are in terms of executing that play. Um, so far be it from me. To make a call on that, I think we know what the rankings are in terms of running the football, passing the ball, third down conversions, sack percentage allowed, all of that stuff. 
Um, but player by player, you know, what was the development? I want to believe that, you know, Ryan Bates had a solid season. I think Mitch Morse had a solid season. Some of the other guys were a little bit up and down. Um, you know, I, I think that's – it's too all-encompassing. And, again, the trained eye is something that I don't have. And if Steve, you know, doesn't feel comfortable doing it, I'm certainly not going to do it. So, yeah. but sorry we can't this. definitively answer your question. I, I'll say this, though. Usually for coaches, if if their group is underperforming, they take it pretty hard personally because it's their job. They And they care about the guys that they're coaching. So if Cromer – I would really be happy and interested to hear what he says about how the season went. Certainly they had guys in and out of the lineup once in a while but and some guys playing hurt. But I think for the most part, coaches I've been around, a lot of them are pretty self-aware that they say, no, nah, that was on me, that wasn't on them. And this this was – you know what I mean? They know exactly what's going on and they know who, who was a problem in the offensive line room, if any – and who wasn't, what guys they were trying to work on to get to a certain point. They just never got there. And sometimes when they're trying to get guys to do stuff and they keep not doing it because he can't, you know, he's not coaching them well enough to get his message across. That's a, that's a, it's a complex thing because you got one guy coaching 12 uh, with the guys on the roster in the practice squad and the chemistry has a ton to do with it. So I, I, I know I'm, I, we're kinda, I don't want to double talk your question John, but I don't know if I'm qualified to do it. All you know is that um, it, you're right. The offense goes as the O-line goes. And at a, too many, far too many times this season, the O-line was too spotty to give Josh and those guys a chance to run it the way they wanted to run it. Break time for us here. More of your phone calls next. It's One Bills Live. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 